Welcome to Food is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast where you ditch the diet drama, banish body shame, and reclaim your life, all while creating a body you love. When it comes to body drama, your host, Carmela Romalia, has been there, done that, has the t-shirt, and wrote the books. And now, here's Carmela. Hello, hello, my friends. It's me, Carmela, from Happy Calories Don't Count, back with episode 15 of the Food is Not a Four-Letter Word podcast. So without further ado, let's take our deep breaths. We're going to start this show with three deep breaths. Here we go. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. And again, fill your whole body. And exhale. One more time. Deep breath in. And let it all go. Yeah. Thanks for doing that with me. All right. So we're going to get this show on the road. It was inspired by a conversation that I had last night with my group coaching clients. The question of the hour was whether or not you could really use the law of attraction to lose weight. So I need to uh, say this right here, right now. So if you are someone who has just clicked on this podcast episode because of the title Law of Attraction, and you want to know whether or not you can use Law of Attraction to lose weight, uh, this is going to be a PhD masterclass in philosophy, metaphysics, spirituality, body image, self-esteem, rubber meets the road, how to do all of that stuff. I am not going to take the time to explain about diet drama land or happy calories world or the steps of happy calories don't count or my story and why you should listen to me. So uh, if this is the first episode you're listening to, please go ahead and listen to the episode and glean any um, insight, information, any healing that you can from this episode. Um, But please put it into context. You're going to get much more out of it if you listen to episodes one through 10 first, because I'm not going to cover any of that in this episode. I'm going to just like here we are. This is this is where we're going. This is this is this is PhD level class here, people. So, and I might want I'll I will probably ramble and wander because as I keep saying, everything is interconnected. Everything's related to everything else, and so it's one. That's one of the reasons why it is one difficult to heal from this stuff, and then two difficult to to transfer transfer knowledge, transfer healing. Um, because you can't really discuss any one topic in isolation. It, it, it is a complex system. You are a cl- complex person. You are a complex being living in a complex system, in a complex world, and everything is interrelated. You, you move one little thing, and then suddenly we still have to address the changes that occurred throughout everything else. So that being said, I might wander down, down tangents. We are going to talk about law of attraction, and in this discussion, I am also going to probably talk about the idea of God. Uh, and if you are an atheist, no worries, because all of this stuff still applies. So these principles, that there are principles of spiritual truth that can contribute to your healing and transformation, whether or not you believe in God. So don't let the God word scare you. 
Um, and what else was I going to say? Oh, yes. I don't claim to know the mysteries of the universe. I don't claim to be, you know, some Abraham Hicks channeler, um, whoever channeled the Course in Miracles. I knew that person's name once. Um, so I don't claim to know any of those mysteries. I uh, am not a biblical scholar. I didn't go to a nunnery or anything like that. Um, this is my PhD is from the School of Hard Knocks. This is a perspective that I have curated from my own lifelong struggle with food, exercise, my body, and my weight. Uh, and I have wandered down the paths of personal growth, metaphysics, spirituality, law of attraction, God, um, all of it. And I have come to a place where I now have freedom around food and exercise. I have no stress, no drama around any of that stuff. What I eat, when I eat, how I eat, what I do for exercise, when I do for ex when I exercise, um, I feel good about all of it. I have a very healthy self-image, body positivity, the whole shebang. And there are a lot of people out there that would claim that I look pretty darn good, especially given how old I am. So um, this, everything I offer is original content and it is a perspective and that's not to say that it is the only truth in the world, and it is not to say that it is God's truth or universal truth. It is my truth, and my truth can heal you. It is a legitimate path. It is not the only path, but it is a path. So I want to get back to this, this idea about can you use the law of attraction to lose weight? And the short answer is, and the short snarky answer is no, of course not. Because by definition, if you're trying to use law of attraction to lose weight, then you're coming from a place of lack. And then according to law of attraction, like attracts like. So you're never going to try, you're never going to lose weight with law of attraction as long as you're trying to lose weight. So there's that built in kind of catch 22 with, within the framework of how many people teach law of attraction especially from a wish fulfillment perspective. Now, the true answer is only in a very roundabout way. <laughs> so that you can lose weight with quote unquote law of attraction in a very roundabout way because you're not really trying to lose weight with law of attraction. So we're going to get into that a little bit. So the first, what I want to I think I think this is a deeper conversation, a deeper conversation than just what spiritual principle do I use to lose weight? Uh, because if you are coming at at spirituality, at metaphysics, of, of at personal growth as a way to try and lose weight, you really haven't shifted out of the core the core dynamics and the core issue. You know, Einstein says you can never solve a problem from within the the um, mindset or the framework, he uses a better word, um, that created the problem. And so if you are trying to, quote unquote, lose weight using the law of attraction or any of those other things, you haven't really changed the underlying core paradigm. And so my question to you and the discussion that we ended up having yesterday was, you know, like, well, why do you really want this? And I think for my friend who asked the question, it, it came from a place of fear and frustration uh, because she she is a she's a millennial and I love her very, very much. And she is much more engaged on social media than I am. Um, and she 
she gets um, a lot of things in her feed uh, because she is interested in different types of topics about things like, ooh, law of attraction and weight loss. And so she'll she'll see images or she'll get people um, offering her things. And, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that she was me, you know. So it's just that I, I didn't have the social media influence. It was more like emails or just flyers at the bookshop or, you know, subscribing to CDs because I saw an event somewhere, that type of thing. And, and I do think social media has a different a different energy and a different twinge around it because it is so image driven and the marketers really are i mean you have to be a, f- a professional photographer uh to have any kind of business presence on instagram i mean you look at all of those photos again and again and again and hey i i lost so much weight or i maintain my weight using law of attraction and it's all um very uh what Steve Jobs had lickable that was it that was it um I heard a story once that when when Steve Jobs was coming out with a new Mac interface with the little spinny balls and all the shiny little icons that he wanted to wanted them to look lickable um that everything has this this sheen and this gloss to it and I think that that does it, it does land differently in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, when you're seeing those types of images. And I think the fear, and I think it's a legitimate fear, is that, uh-oh, um, it look it looks like this person has lost weight using law of attraction, so it must work, and I'm struggling with it, so what's wrong with me? And if you have, if you've tried law of attraction and it hasn't worked and you've decided that it's a load of nonsense and you know um it's just too airy fairy and it and it doesn't really work and I'm going to be more practical and in 3D reality about all of this but you're still struggling then you kind of have that little whisper that little monkey on your back going but what if they're right what what if they're right what if it does work and what i'd like to draw your attention to is that that's the exact same monkey and diet drama land you know you try the reason why you even end up in some place like law of attraction to begin with is because you're tired of the stupid diet and exercise programs you've been doing the diets you've been doing the exercise programs and you're not getting the body that you want or you're not keeping the body that you want and you get tired of it and then you're going to try something else and you kind of like give up for a while and then your body really doesn't change even though you're trying these other things or you're just trying to like accept yourself the way you are or whatever. But then there's that little whisper in the back. But what if they're right? What if all I need to do is this diet? Well, well, what if it's just what if it's just drinking extra grapefruit juice every day? Or or what if it's just this this one? What if it's just interval training? What what if I just get my heart rate to a, a certain threshold for for ten minutes a day, and that that's the thing that's really going to kick my metabolism into overdrive? What if what if it's that? What if, what if it's just this hormone shot that I have to get? And and so what happens is we end up in this place of fear because we think, well, what if? Well, well, what if there there are all of these other people out here um, in social media land with their shiny, happy pictures promoting whatever it is that they think is the secret of whatever? And to be quite honest, I'm no different because I I have my shiny picture with it's it's not. Well, I, it it is shiny. It's a shiny picture with me and my little um, cupcake. You know, uh, uh, one of them is over one eye. 
No, I think I both have them over one eye. Like they're just different colored cupcakes. And it's like I'm winking with the cupcake. Um, and I was like, here, come listen to what I have to say. So, you know, it's not to say that that their marketing is bad or that they are shysters or that they are peddling, you know, snake oil or anything like that. Everyone's just doing the best they can. All right. Um, what I'm drawing your attention to is how it can make you feel when you see someone peddling something like law of attraction and, oh, maybe it is a secret. Maybe I just didn't do it right. Maybe I just, just didn't try hard enough. It worked for them. Why isn't, work, why isn't it working for me? Which is the exact same thing as when you see someone peddling, you know, the, the diet or exercise program or super skinny milkshake, you know, thing, or whether it is, you know, beat the binge cycle. And I've, and I've figured out how to beat the binge cycle. And it's really um, this internal dialogue transformation thing you have. What, what whatever the thing is. You've been around the block enough and you're tired and you've tried everything. And then you get one of those messages and it's like, but what if they're right? You know in your heart, it doesn't really work. I mean, if it did work, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? Um, so you know in your heart, it doesn't really work. So, so why the anxiety? And so what I would like to ask is, why do you want the body that you want? Now, you you might have different answers. Now, some of you who know me really well know exactly what the answer is I'm looking for. Um, and so if you don't know me that well, you might be saying something like, well, because I want to look good for my wedding, you know, I, a bridal boot camp. And I'm a Pilates instructor and I've had three brides in the last year. And let me tell you, they want to look good for their wedding. Um, they want to lose that weight. They want those results. I get it. Okay. Um, it might be that you uh, just want to feel better about yourself, or it might be that you want to bring your your what what did she call it tea something um i had a client this morning who uh had been to the doctor and she was pre-diabetic and she she did not want to go down the road of diabetes and so she made some dietary changes lost 12 pounds and now her t cells sounds like cancer so I, i don't know that it's t cells but there was there was some reading that she wanted to maintain which is why she's really active and it was really interesting a conversation with her because she was still in diet drama land. All she did was was change the motivation that now I look at food as fuel. Food is fuel for my body. And I just try to eat healthy things. Um, but she was still in diet drama land. So of course, we had to have a conversation about that. Um, but you might be saying that you want to you know, uh, play with your grandkids, or you want to be able to move more freely in your life, or you just want to, you know what, you just want to wear a bikini, and you want to feel good in a bikini, and you want to be able to look good in a bikini. You know, it really doesn't matter. But what happens is you give me that answer. And then I'm going to I'm going to play the actor game with you. Um, so again, all of all of this stuff comes from my perspective in healing my own pain, shame and drama around my body and my weight. Going down every avenue that existed for healing and transformation, my years as a Pilates instructor, and also my years as an actress. And as an actor, you know that it's never about the words. It's always about the underlying motivation. And so for you to be any, to have any quality of craft at all, you spend a lot of time with your character and, and you're figuring out what do they want? What do they really, really want? 
What do they really, really, really want? What are they afraid of? What are the obstacles in their way? So when I'm when I'm playing around and asking these questions, it's not like I'm some psychiatrist on my high horse or anything like that. I mean, this is this is my journey. This is how how I have managed to navigate my way through all of this stuff. And so we'll play these little games. You know, so you want you want to you want to look good in a bikini. Well, why do you want to look good in a bikini? So I can feel better about myself. Okay, cool. So why do you want to feel better about yourself? Um, so I can attract a mate. Okay, so why do you want to attract a mate? Because I want a partnership. Okay, so why do you want a partnership? So I can be happy. You know, I want to lose weight so that I can play with my grandkids. Okay, so why do you want to play with your grandkids? Well, because that's part of life. Okay, well, what is be- what is being engaged in part of life give you? Well, it gives it. It makes me happy. So if you drill down enough and you ask the question why, and it's and it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's honestly coming from a, a place of curiosity. There is absolutely no judgment. You want to wear that bikini? Wear that bikini, girlfriend. That is completely body positive. You are entitled to want to look pretty. It is okay to want to be a girl, to want to wear short skirts, to want to look pretty, to want to feel sexy, all of that stuff. It is okay to do that. Um, Some of these quote-unquote feminist body positivity movements, from my perspective, are as anti-feminine and anti-feminist as you can get. It is okay for you to want to be however you want to be, whoever you want to be, all right? So... If you drill down long enough from a place of curiosity, not from a place of judgment, I submit that you go deep enough. Ultimately, ultimately, you will get down to that place of, I want to be happy. And that's the mic drop. You want to be happy. Now, I promise you, this is not some psychological um, magic trick where I'm going to, you know, pull all of these metaphysical and spiritual and psychological um, cards and shuffle them all around so that then you feel like, hey, I can be happy and still be fat. You know, no, I want you, I want you to have the body that you want. Whatever you want, I want you to have. I am not trying to trick you um, into having a mindset where you can be happy without having the thing that you want. All I'm suggesting is that you want what you want because you think having it will make you happy. And that's a very, very, very important thing because if in the course of achieving that thing that you want or in the course of maintaining that thing that you want, that experience of achieving or maintaining that thing is unhappy you can't possibly have what you want, all right? So that is a, a brick to lay in the foundation. That is, you know, a background color as we paint this canvas. It's very important to understand that what you ultimately want is happiness. What you ultimately want is that peace, all right? No matter what other things are going on in the physical world. So we're coming back to this law of attraction idea. Can you use law of attraction to lose weight? And 
from the happy calories don't count perspective, it's like, no, you can't use law of attraction to lose weight the way that people teach law of attraction, because the, the way that people teach law of attraction, they'll say, you know, you've got to get your vibrations to match the vibration of the thing that you want. And then by definition, the law of attraction will bring you that thing that you want. But you have to be thinking of it from a positive perspective of the thing that you want, not the thing that you don't want. And if you're trying to achieve the thing that you want, which is something like weight loss, well, then the only reason you would think about that is because you're already in a state of lack. And so then lack therefore brings more lack and it just turns into a big old nasty mess. Um, And believe me, I am a logical linear thinker enough. And I have thought about this critically enough that if anyone does want to have a debate about it, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm not afraid to go toe to toe. I'm not looking for a fight. Um, What I'm looking, what I'm trying to suggest is that there is a place for spiritual truth and law of attraction contains a lot of spiritual truth in it. So I'm not denying that. It is a very powerful spiritual truth. However, it is often conflated with wish fulfillment and people oftentimes don't really understand what's happening and make logical assumptions and logical leaps that are false. And then what happens is someone like you or I come along and we try to apply the principles as they have laid out for us and we get stuck in in logical fallacies that we can't reconcile and we're not getting results and we can't figure out why. So my friend who was having this quandary, she has, um, she's been in happy calories world for a while. So she understands the model of alignment. She understands connect with your body. She understands eat what you want, exercise how you want, um, do the personal growth work to clear the channel. She gets all that. She's a rock star at it. And she's really, she is a rock star. I love you, sweetie. You're a rock star. It's just that like all of us, we have our good days and our bad days. You know, life is a roller coaster. And so we just happened to hit her in a moment where she felt vulnerable because she had seen something on social media about someone who had lost a bunch of weight or was, you know, finding what I don't even know who this person is. It was just a conversation about it. But she claimed that she did this using law of attraction and that she used to have a weight problem and she used to have an eating disorder. And then she realized that food was just energy. So when you realize food is just energy, just like law of attraction says everything is just energy, food is just energy, and then she was able to heal herself, and she was able to lose a bunch of weight. And, you know, I don't know the whole story because this is all hearsay. I'm getting it from my client, all right? Um, but but that's the story. That's the idea of it. And so if you, if you take what this person says at face value— What this person is saying is that, hey, everything in the universe is energy, including food. Food is just energy. So I just treat food as energy and I just eat what I want and I lose weight. Now, if you're just listening to her, it sounds like she has found a way to believe, to make herself believe that food is energy. And because she believes food is energy, and food really is just energy, the energy of the food is not going to make her gain weight. She can can somehow manipulate this energy or whatever it is. Well, we got a couple of problems with that, okay? So 
one, yes, I agree that everything, everything in the universe is energy. Yes, quantum physics, string theory, you go. Yes, everything in the universe is, is energy. My next question is, how does that help you in a practical, tangible way? It's a serious question. How does that help you? How does the knowledge that everything in the universe is energy help you in a practical, tangible way? Does it? If it does, yay, glory, hallelujah. You don't even need to listen to this. All right. Now, the next question is, oh, it probably doesn't. All right. But then the next little, the next little stumbling block, the, the next little obstacle is that my friend thought that she saw this other girl just believe that everything in the, uh, that food is energy. And because she just believed that food was energy, she could eat whatever she wanted. But my friend couldn't just believe food is energy. And so that's another stumbling block. Like you can't compel yourself to believe anything, let alone love anything. Like you, you cannot compel feelings and you cannot compel beliefs. You can't just make yourself believe something. So, so take this. This is another thing um, that is around a lot in the, in the law of attraction world. And again, law of attraction has a lot of spiritual truth in it. I am not knocking the law of attraction in any way, shape, or form. What I am pointing out is that within the realm of the law of attraction universe, there is a lot of wish fulfillment being taught. Rub the lantern, say your affirmation, the genie grant your wish, all right? And that doesn't work. Because what they'll say is they'll say something like, oh, you just got to really believe, you know, that you can win the lottery. You just have to really believe, you know, that that you can attract your soulmate. And so then if you don't, then you didn't believe enough. And so and then then my friend, she's stuck in this thing about like, but this other girl, she just says she believes everything. All food is energy. And and what do I do about that? Because I can't get myself to believe that food is just energy. I just can't get myself to believe there. So then, but what What if law of attraction works and it really works, but I can't get myself to believe something that I think is ridiculous or that I can't really, I've had too much drama. I've had too much experience. I've had too much knowledge. I, I can't, the, I, the genie's out of the bottle. I can't believe that. Um, so now I'm going to be stuck. What do I do? So that is a, another legitimate problem I see with this law of attraction stuff. So this is going to go back to what do you really want and what is really going on? So again, I don't know this person that my friend was talking about. I've never seen her on social media or anything like that. The story that I get is that she thinks food is energy because she thinks food is energy. She eats whatever she wants. and she has lost weight and so somehow is managing to maintain her weight and leave it off. All right. From my perspective, what she did was get out of diet drama land. So she uses her belief that food is energy based on her research into quantum physics and has somehow convinced herself that food is energy. And because of that, she is out of diet drama land. 
And remember from episode, I don't remember what one it is, but what you got to do is you got to get out of diet drama land. Now, happy calories is, is a legitimate tried and tested and true path to get out of diet drama land, but it's not the only path. This chick got out of diet drama gym just by l- believing the, that food was energy. So it's not that law of attraction, food is energy, I can just eat food and view it as energy and lose weight is working. It's that for her, her perception that food is energy got her to a place where she left diet drama land. She was no longer judging her food. And because she was out of diet drama land and not judging her food, she could then connect with her body and follow the wisdom and guidance of her body, which is what we say over and over and over and over and over again on this podcast. You got to get out of diet drama land so that you can connect with the wisdom and guidance of your body because it is nearly impossible to connect with your body as long as you are within diet drama land because the diet and exercise model demands that you disconnect from your body to be successful. So in that respect, how I would interpret things from a happy calories point of view is that this person who was able to believe that food was just energy was able to use that as a tool or as a ladder to escape diet drama land. And it was the getting out of diet drama land and connecting with her body and developing a relationship with her body that was the thing that helped her transform her body to help her optimize her state of health, vitality, well-being, beauty, and joy, which is something that I claim that Happy Calories does all the time, right? Now, here's the kicker, (laughs) okay? You have your ideal body. So let's say you have your ideal body. The only way you quote-unquote ever keep your ideal body is by staying out of diet drama land. Because if now you're all, now you're the size and shape you want to be, but now if you're there and you're stressed out about, oh my gosh, what did I do to get it? How do I keep it? What do, what do I do? Then you're just sucked back into the angst of it. And you wanted what you wanted because you thought having it would make you happy. And so now you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that you have what you want but you're stressed out about how you got it or how to keep it that's creating anxiety and pain and shame around it. So then you can't even actually keep it because keeping it in that state of fear, in that state of anxiety, in that state of stress is incongruent with your deepest desire, which is peace and happiness. Make sense? All right. So I... I thought I was going to have a longer episode because I wanted to get into the God equation um, and all of that stuff. And I don't I don't know if this is really the place to do it. I'm kind of musing here. Um, I think I think this is going to be I think I'll wax a little bit more on law of attraction specifically and then um, and then circle back around to the the question of God and the question of the universe and the meaning of life and all of that. Um, So. When people talk about manifesting, you know, their their body or anything really with law of attraction, they talk about creating positive vibes. 
They talk about appreciation. They talk about loving things. They talk about um, looking for the positive. They they talk about all, all of these things that you do to increase your vibration to then attract the thing that you want. But again, if you, if you come at this from the perspective of law of attraction, I'm going to ma- I'm going to make manifest the thing that I want in the world, um, and I'm going to do that because I am in a place of fear or lack, and I feel unhappy about my life, and I feel that if I had this other thing in my life, then I would be happy. Um, when when you are coming at it from that perspective, then of course you can't manifest your ideal body using law of attraction because again, law of attraction says that if you're coming from lack, you're only going to create more lack. So, you know, then it's not going to work. But if you look at the example of what I just laid out with that one girl claiming to have done such a thing, you know, lose weight, get the body that she wanted with law of attraction by believing that food was energy and or looking at it through the lens of happy calories, what are we actually doing? We both have left diet drama land. And so by leaving diet drama land, we have created a sense of peace. And having a sense of peace is going to up your vibration already. You're going to feel better because you feel better. And then feeling better, you know, increases those vibrations. And then when you aren't judging your food as good or as bad, you have that space and that grace around the idea of food and around the idea of your body. So you're not judging that either. So you're stopping all of those negative things that you do, which then also increase your vibration and have you feel better about yourself and all of that. And so then if law of attraction really does work the way that a lot of people claim that it works with, oh, you just increase your vibrations and then you get the body that you want, by getting out of diet drama land and partnering with your body and developing a relationship with your body, you've just increased your vibrations all the way to getting a body that you want. So the short answer, can you use law of attraction to lose weight, is like, no, absolutely not. Because the way law of attraction is taught to, to the way people teach law of attraction to lose weight inherently within that scenario, it's a catch 22. You can't, you can't do it because it keeps you stuck. But if you do things like, hey, get out of diet drama land and hey, cultivate a relationship with your body, start to find peace with your body, start to find peace with yourself, start to find peace around food, all of those negative vibrations go away that lead you, leave you with only the positive vibrations. And then if it does work the way that people claim that it works, then that's the way it would work. It's that long roundabout way that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. So I think that's where I'm going to leave this with now for the whole law of attraction-y thing. Um, I did a whole Create Your Reality podcast a little earlier. So I think that I think I'm good with that. I'm going to muse tonight and tomorrow and kind of sit with this idea of the whole God thing because I think it's very relevant. It's uh, I see a lot of similar dynamics, how people... When, and, and I get it. 
I totally get it. When you are coming at it from a place, when you're in pain, oh my God, when you are in pain, you want the pain to stop. It's like, save me, deliver me. I want this pain to stop. And there are a lot of similar dynamics between the law of attraction thing and the God thing. And and from a very um, novice, uh, elementary, uh, immature perspective, the, the God thing is a lot like the law of attraction thing. If I do the right thing, if, if, I, if I say my affirmations the right way and I do the right thing, then I'm going to get the thing that I want. And so it's like, if I just pray to God and I surrender my struggles to God and I pray to God, then God's going to give me the thing that I want. And then there is a more um, seasoned approach to all of this, a deeper understanding where whether you're coming at things from a mystical, metaphysical perspective or whether you're coming at things from a more traditional faith-based perspective, it's both are not helping you get what you want. Both are helping you become at peace with yourself, which ultimately is what you really, really wanted. Okay, that's where I think the mic drop belongs. So you have a great day and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this program, help it out. Give it a like, subscribe, follow, share. You know the drill. If you want to learn more about me, my books, programs, and services, visit my website, carmelaramalia.com. And don't worry, if you can't spell my name, you can also always find me at happycalories.com. Take care. Take care.